Midnight Facts for Insomniacs. <laughs> I just learned something. Oh, I'm having fun now. Certain drugs, when they tell you the name, it's much easier to say no. You know? Like, if someone are... offers you gator, you're yeah. like, yeah, fuck off. No, nothing about that sounds good. Yeah, take this flaca. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> hey, Duncan. Yo! How you doing? Eh, rocking out, you know, uh, New Year. With your... <laughs> no, we're, we're not going there. Well, I can clearly see that that's not the case, so. <laughs> For all of our listeners, he is verifying that my yes is not actually out of my pants. Yes. Thank you. That only American rock out with my cock out? I've never heard it in any of the many countries I've been to. Yeah. So that might be a uniquely American thing. Well, you do have a tendency to rock out wherever you go. It's true. So it would have come up. It would have. Sometimes even with my penis out. I mean, sometimes I forget to zip, and that's really just on me. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Digression. <laughs> Probably for the edit button, but still. <laughs> so this episode was suggested by multiple listeners. Oh, good. Remember Andy Delfino, one of our buddies from college? Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. His daughter is a big fan of the show. Oh, wow. Okay. He passed along this suggestion from her. And it was seconded by a friend of the show, Hank, who also suggested this. And also uh, thirded, I guess, from longtime insomniac Ella. All of them almost simultaneously suggested stupid criminals. Yes! Oh, it's almost as good as Darwin Awards. I'm for it. We've been doing some kind of serious ones lately, and I figured this would be a good palate cleanser. I like it. I, like I also it. enjoy mocking bad people. Oh, dude. And especially the stupid. Bad or good, stupid people just deserve mocking. Uh, any people, really. I just like Touché. to mock. It's, it's too... Uh, yeah. I'm mock positive. <laughs> I'm mock... Mock friendly? No, mock positive is great. It's like sex positive. You're like, dude, if you're a mock worker, I'd fully support you. I'm an enthusiastic mocker. Yes, Ari. This will be an international version, so mm. I wanted to make sure that every country in which we have a significant listenership is included. Also, I wanted to take this chance to do a quick correction. Oh. One of the articles I read actually referred to these criminals being hoisted on their own petard. <laughs> really? We got to bring up when I was dumb? Thanks. And it reminded me of a mistake we made. I... Credit to our college buddy, Rob, yes. good friend of Andy as well, for calling this out. A petard is not, as we believed, a spear, which seemed reasonable. I mean, it is a small explosive, like a crude handmade grenade that you can use to blow up doors, mostly. Right. was what they were for. And okay. if you dropped your petard, you could be hoisted, I guess. That just seems weird. It's it a shouldn't dumb be. saying. Hoisting involves physical effort, yeah. not an explosion. Like an explosion is outside you. No one is hoisting you, not right. even yourself. I always thought of hoisting as taking muscle effort. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that didn't make any sense. I, I didn't. Even hoisting with a flag involves pulleys and a rope and physical effort. You should, it's still, yeah. You should write a strongly worded letter. I'm going to, yes, indeed. There will be strongly worded letters. I take issue with both Merriam and Webster. Both of you can lick me. <laughs> so, yeah. our bad. Yeah, I suck. Do yeah. You know what? I fully admit, and this is my job on the show, to occasionally just be the idiot. And I, I accept this. I accept this. So, let's jump into it. Yeah, yeah. 24-year-old Patrick Rimpe. Rimpe? Had an awesome mustache. <laughs> he also had questionable taste in friends. Uh, as I do. And drugs. And same. location. Yeah, same. Based on the topic of this episode, can you guess which state he's from? France? State. 
<laughs> Solid. Oh, it's going to be a long episode. <laughs> Can you guess which American state? Florida. Thank you. Okay. Florida man. It's always Florida man. I met plenty of stupid people from Texas, and Mississippi is kind of known for, well, hmm. mm, questionable judgment. Apparently, you don't make great decisions when you're a Florida man high on flaka. Fuka? F L A K K A. Sounds like it's a drug for Muppets. <laughs> I'd never it's heard of this. It's not easy being green or on flaka. The Snuffleupagus has been snuffling some flaka waka waka. I've never heard of it, but neither. Uh, uh, yeah, no, there's a new one for me. Certain drugs, when they tell you the name, I just—it's much easier to say no. You know, like <laughs> if someone offers you Gator, you're yeah. like, yeah, fuck off. No, nothing about that sounds good. Yeah, take this Flocka. No, I'm good. <laughs> it's actually a synthetic designer drug modeled after the chemical cathinone, which clears up everything. That is the active ingredient in a Middle Eastern plant called quat. Again. Totally making this clear to me what the fuck this thing does. Which is similar to the South American coca plant. Okay, so we're finally there. So it's an upper. It's, an, it's a stimulant. Yes. When chewed, the leaves of the cot plant produce a mild high that suppresses appetite and makes you chatty. Hmm. The synthetic version, on the other hand, makes you batshit insane. Fun. Once again, proving that Western medicine and or chemistry, not always on point. They haven't really nailed down the formula yeah yeah still in process we were shooting for a mild euphoric buzz we have achieved psychosis <laughs> still some dialing back to do but we're on the right track these are clearly some very reputable chemists working on the flock of problem yeah not bathtub chemists at all definitely more jesse than walter white that was a breaking bad reference that took me mm -hmm. a second i didn't watch it beyond like season two oh, yeah too bad it's a good show Flaca is chemically similar to the infamous street drug known as bath salts. Oh, shit. Which famously resulted in instances of spontaneous face cannibalism. Zombieism. Bath salts are a great example of the hopelessness of the so-called war on drugs. Because when synthetic cathinone was first created, there were no laws against it. Mm. And it resembled bath crystals, so it was packaged in plastic bags and sold at gas stations and head shops. There was a time when bath salts were actually easier to obtain than alcohol or cigarettes because there was just no law against them yet. Human innovation will always outstrip human regulation. Yes. Which is why my opinion has been since I first discovered drugs at 14, you go with innovation instead of against it. You don't stand in the front of it and you reward it. You say, hey, you came up with a new drug. We're going to now run this very rapidly through the FDA or whatever we have now for this. As soon as we decide it's not going to make someone chew off someone else's face or, you know, do a string of murders they can't remember you get the patent on this anyone else who wants to do this that's fine but you get you know three percent of it for the rest of your life prohibition has never worked it didn't no, work it for alcohol it definitely didn't work for marijuana and now we are experimenting with regulating it which i think is a much better system plus jobs and jobs. you make money off it tax it tax it income for the government yay streets are level and yeah. full of bottles speaking of which the sex trade another thing that should not be outlawed but should be regulated oh sweet jesus please stop that shit yeah we're a little off track. You started it. <laughs> I'm five. I mentioned Patrick's friends. Yes. Also, that he had bad taste in friends. Back in 2015, all of Patrick's friends were in jail. Red flag? He ran with a very high-class crowd. Patrick was kind of a dandy. 
Oh, really? So with his friends locked up, Patrick became lonely. Aww. He wanted Aww. to visit them. In jail? Yes. They have visiting hours, don't they? It was way past visiting hours, unfortunately. And Patrick was not feeling very patient because Flocka. <laughs> because Flocka. I want to put that in a meme somehow. <laughs> It's a good excuse for pretty much anything it, that you do in life. Anything that involves massive stupid, yes. I'm, I'm for it. Flocka. <laughs> At this point, Flocka was already illegal. Oh, good. And when you're high on drugs, my assumption is that the easiest method for getting into a jail would just be to admit you're high. Just drop by a police station and flash a bunch of Flocka. <laughs> Throw it at them. Just or, open your bag and chuck it. Or flash anything else. Yeah. Alternately, you could try a different strategy. Mm-hmm. Like, say, intentionally slamming your car into the front door of the jail. <laughs> you get two guesses as to which option uh, Patrick went with. And the first two don't count. Pretty sure Flocka Boy tried out his car's durability against the jail gate. So either the front door of the jail had far more structural integrity than Patrick anticipated, or his car had less. Benton Flocka Boy was driving a Nova. There's surveillance video of the incident. Mm -hmm. He smacks into the door, and it's like he's hitting a brick wall. The door does not break, but the front of his car immediately starts smoking. Because Radiator died a horrible death. So Patrick tried a new tactic. He backed up and rammed into the metal fence surrounding the jail. When that ended exactly the way you'd anticipate, he then tried to scale the fence and became entangled in razor wire. <laughs> when deputies attempted to extricate him from the razor wire... He spat on them. Obviously. I'm very supportive of efforts to reform the police, mm. and I feel that generally police need to learn to de-escalate situations. Yes. Violence should be the last resort. Generally. Until a guy who's high on flaca spits in your face while you're pulling him out of razor wire. In which case, pull your gun. <laughs> no one's going to miss the flaca boy. I don't know about that, but if your taser accidentally discharges, <laughs> don't shoot the guy, but you can tickle him with the zap zap. That's fine. You might also electrify the razor wire. Which yes, would be, which would be super fun. Not great. No. So, yeah, definitely just shoot him. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we can shoot the flock of guy. Maybe just leave him. Just be like, all right, then, bro. You sober up up there. <laughs> think about what you've done. <laughs> You're officially in razor wire timeout. Yeah. Someone doesn't want to come down. Yeah. And All right. Yeah. And you've spat on me and you're Flocka Boy, which means you could have something. So I'm going to go get myself checked. Yeah. When the test comes back, you get down. At the very least, that detective had pink eye. Ouch. Sadly, the most recent info that I could find on Patrick was another arrest record from 2019 for possession of a controlled substance. So, yeah, you know, we can laugh at these people, but I do want to be clear that we're laughing because that's a positive way of dealing with a sad situation. Obviously, this guy had problems. Truly, truly. As somebody who was a drug and alcohol counselor, I get it. I'm laughing because it hurts. Patrick is also listed at five foot three, which gives me kind of more sympathy for the dude. <laughs> Can't imagine why. <laughs> Neither of us are particularly tall, mm. and I can only imagine what it's like to be that short. Right. Because the world is mean. Yeah. I don't know if I'd resort to Flacca, but who knows? <laughs> or climbing into razor wire, but you know. I'm not fully uh, absolving Patrick. He made poor choices. It's it's all true. Obviously, his height wasn't his fault, but that mustache was a choice. That mustache, flaca, razor wire, spitting in the eye of the person trying to get you out of it. These were all decisions. Car into front door. It goes on. The list is not short. 
much as he was. <laughs> oh, snap. 2015 was actually a great year for stupid criminals. Yes. Or I guess a bad year for stupid criminals. Or a bad year for criminals in general because so many of them were stupid. One of those. I could say yes again. I did, but, mm-hmm. A good year for mocking stupid criminals. Double yes. On August 24th, 2015, a man in a black hoodie robbed the savings bank in Asheville, Ohio. Good beginning. He used the classic slide a note to the teller technique. And did he write it on the back of his own personal check? I wonder how much trouble you get in if you slid a note to a bank teller that said something like, have a wonderful day. <laughs> they probably wouldn't appreciate it. No, probably not. <laughs> their day would be less wonderful. Yes, I think they would significantly subtract from their wonder. His face was covered with tattoos, which he had feebly attempted to cover with makeup. Police were initially unsuccessful at solving the case. One week later, a heavily tattooed man named John Mogan II posted a photo to his Facebook in which he was behind the wheel of a car with a giant wad of cash stuck in his mouth. What? Okay. I love his name. That's... Yeah, John Mogan II. It sounds so refined. Or at least not wad of cash in your mouth in a picture on Instagram. My name is John Mogan II. I will be your robber this evening. (laughs) If you look out your left-hand side, you will see my uh, heavily armed compatriots. If you look out to the right... You will see the security guard bleeding from his forehead. Prepare to meet your maker. This is a heist. Please reach for the sky. John Mogan I must be so proud. Oh, he's doing that proud tear that he just wiped away with a knuckle. That's one of the problems with giving one of your children your own name. Especially if you have multiple children, you're really rolling the dice. Yeah. Because it's like you got all these kids and you got to choose which one is going to represent your legacy. Mm-hmm. And what if you choose the face-tatted bank robber instead of, like, the Harvard kid? You're like, fuck, switch names. That's when you pull a George Foreman and just name all your kids with your first name. Yeah. Legacy safe. I've got eight chances. My fiance is one of six kids. I don't know if you know this. All their names start with a J. I didn't. Jody, Joseph, Jessica, Jill, Jennifer, and Joy. And Joy married a guy named Jay. So that's fun. Oh, sweet. Jumped up Jesus. I don't feel too bad for messing up their names. And she does it all the time. She'll literally be on the phone and be like, listen, Joy, Jessica, Jill, fuck. (laughs) Saw that coming. (laughs) Anyway, so in comments on the Facebook photos, John wrote, quote, I got six bands bra real shit inward. I'm doing real good. Okay. John is white, by the way. No, I'm getting that. I'm, I'm getting that. Incidentally, my phone autocorrected white to shite when I was dictating my notes, which I thought was appropriate. And it makes me feel better because of my contribution to your autocorrect. Yeah, you're probably the reason that's in there. Yeah. Another one of the photos featured John's girlfriend, Ashley Dubow, also posing with her own wad of cash. It was relatively easy to pick up John for questioning because he was on parole, having been released from prison the previous month after serving a sentence for bank robbery. I'm sorry, I'm just having an aneurysm at the moment. My left side has gone numb. Uh, that is dumb on a level that I have, haven't, seriously haven't heard since the Darwin Awards. That's impressive. Yeah, these are all future Darwin candidates. Future? I mean, they're pending. It's not even mm. future. It's, it's like, we've got your application. It's being processed. This is Darwin TNG. Yeah. <laughs> the next gen. About those face tattoos, on one cheek, he had tattooed the words, Loyalty's Thin... And on the other cheek, betrayals thick. Okay. 
I didn't have anything to say about that. It's just a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the messages he wanted to broadcast to the world. Pithy. I guess the real message he was broadcasting was my parents didn't do a good job. <laughs> Poor choices abound. John Morgan the first has some explaining to do. You got some explaining to do. John Morgan the second pled guilty and received a sentence of three years. He also had to repay the $6,000 he had stolen. Ashley received two years in prison for driving the getaway car. Hmm. So you know what that means, fellas. Ashley is going to be free and single for at least one year before John gets out of jail. Hit her up. And as John already knows, betrayal runs thick. So it's not like he wasn't expecting it. Actually, this all happened back in 2015. So presumably they're back together and on the road to their happily ever after. Or the next bank they will be arrested for robbing. On the road to being gunned down like Bonnie and Clyde. These are the kind of these people watch natural born killers too many times. Oh. That's what happened. Dude, that is a great movie, but it's not one to live one's life by. It's okay. Mm. Overrated. Yeah. Let's go to Australia, 2012. All right. You've seen the movie The Hangover? I have. Set in Las Vegas. What happens in Australia doesn't always stay in Australia. Not even frequently. Sometimes it ends up in the international news. Mm. In this case, Reese Owen Jones, 21, and Carrie Mules, 20, two Welshmen on holiday in Queensland's Gold Coast, spent a night drinking and celebrating on the beach and woke with brutal hangovers, zero memory of the previous evening, and a penguin named Dirk. <laughs> penguin named Dirk. At the time, they didn't know his name was Dirk, obviously. They didn't just name him? No, he had a name. Oh, his given name. His God-given name was Dirk. It was his human-given name. Mm. They didn't know much of anything about the previous evening because drunk Welshman. Yeah. But they probably figured out what happened when the local news reported a penguin named Dirk missing from the nearby SeaWorld theme park. <laughs> it turns out that the two men, with some assistance from an equally inebriated local, had broken into SeaWorld, swam with the dolphins, discharged a fire extinguisher in the shark tank, and stolen Dirk. They're legends. God, that's... You fucking champions, you... That's amazing. You swam with the dolphins, and then you... you, you, you fire, fire extinguisher in the shark, shark tank? Shark, shark tank. Really? What? Mm. Why? But fucking... You don't put out a shark. It's just a fuck you to the yeah, shark. Pretty much. I mean, at that point, just take a shit in the fucking tank. <laughs> like, why a fire extinguisher? They swam with the dolphins. When it came to the sharks, they were just like, we're just gonna squirt at you from a distance. Yeah. Yeah. And then just, and we're taking this penguin. <laughs> so they tried to feed Dirk, and they put him in the shower in a misguided attempt to make him feel comfortable, before finally realizing that a seven-year-old fairy penguin isn't a practical pet for two guys in a hotel room. They promptly panicked and released him into a local canal. Oh, poor penguin. But what they didn't realize was that before passing out the previous evening, they had posted triumphant pictures to Facebook. Of course they did. Dirk was spotted by some locals who alerted the appropriate authorities. I'm not sure who qualifies as the appropriate authorities to wrangle a penguin, but those authorities were contacted and they were successful. Dirk was returned to his aquarium and to the company of his girlfriend, Peaches. Some of the articles used the word girlfriend. Some used companion. No one wants to clarify the relationship between these two flightless birds. It's very complicated, whatever was going on between... Dirk and Peaches. 
Companion makes it sound like she was paid. Is she a sex worker penguin? I mean, that's fine, but I just want to know. Yeah, I couldn't determine. Yeah. I don't know. What is the day jovial association, duck and peaches? Inquiring minds. Yeah, we're just, we're curious. Most of these uh, articles are really focused on these Welshmen, and I think that's speciesism. It we is need speci- to know more species? about Spe- speciousists. Species. They're being speciest. Yeah. Because we need to know more about Dirk and Peaches. Dirk and Peaches. It sounds like an off-brand Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> the two tourists pled guilty to trespassing and stealing a protected animal. They wrote letters of apology, which must have come across as sincere, because they were spared jail time and got off with fines of 1000 Australian dollars each. Hmm. I don't know how much that is in Welsh. Pounds, I guess. The, it would be pounds sterling. Pounds. But yeah. The judge said, you could have found yourselves in a morgue if you'd gone into the wrong enclosure. Instead of just squirting a fire extinguisher into it. Perhaps next time you are at a party, you will consider drinking a little less vodka. Words uh, to live by. I mean... Like my daddy always told me. Drink less and stay out of the shark cage. Don't discharge into the... Don't discharge anything into the shark cage. Drink less. That's the main thing. So here's a quick one. In 2017, two thieves in Everett, Washington, devised an innovative method for successfully breaking into an ATM at the Coastal Community Bank. Let me guess. F-1500 in a chain? They used a blowtorch. On an ATM. Firefighters responded to the blaze and extinguished the flaming cash. No intact bills were successfully recovered or stolen, but they did manage to do $35,000 worth of damage, including the flambéed money. <laughs> the thieves were never caught. I feel like they probably were, though. Like These guys definitely pulled more stupid shit in their lives. Yeah, yeah. And ended up in jail. They just weren't you know, tied to this particular bout of stupid. Yeah. yeah. Karma was just one step behind. The universe does not allow people this stupid to get through life unscathed. I firmly believe that. I have the scars to prove that. So let's head back to 2015. Okay. Again, the high watermark for criminal ineptitude. Nice. The UK, home to slightly less than half of our audience. Mm. We are huge in... On the island, yes. Welsh. As my fellow countrymen would say, you're a bit of a twat, aren't you? (laughs) So resident of Gloucester... It's not... It's Gloucester. It's Gloucester. uh, I always wanted to say Gloucester, and I know it's not that. I think it's Gloucester. Yeah, I think it is Gloucester as well. Jamie Sharp. Okay. He stole a Porsche, and he was very proud of himself. As one is when one steals a Porsche. Not a Porsche, which would be worth significantly less and much more difficult. That would be a lot of effort for very little payoff. I mean, hard to drive. This was a Porsche Boxster, ah. which he clarified when he filmed himself in the vehicle. In the stolen vehicle. Saying, I'm in a Porsche Boxster. Hmm. Now, here are the revs. Moments later, he crashed into a wall. Yeah, yeah. That makes total sense. Uh, yeah, nothing about that is off to me. He was pulled unconscious from the wreckage, definitely with a concussion and some head damage. But his phone, along with the video, was thankfully intact. Which is what counts. Essentially what you're saying is that he strapped in his phone case and phone before himself, if at all, and then ran himself into a wall accidentally. Yeah, he probably had a good, like, otter case to keep that phone safe. Mm. And I don't think he used a seatbelt. Probably not. Yeah. It's the caliber of person we're working with here. Yes, indeed. 
hear the revs, hear my skull hit the windshield. <laughs> this earned him a spot on Britain's Dumbest Criminals. That tracks. Two years later, out on bail, he stole another car. This time, the incident was recorded on a CCTV security camera, and the victim posted the footage to social media, where Jamie was promptly recognized from his appearance on the TV show Britain's Dumbest Criminals. Not only did you not learn, you forgot you're now a social media presence. Like, you... Wow, dude. When you're so dumb that you end up on a television show about dumb people and prove the title of the TV show correct by doing the dumb thing again and then get recognized for being famously dumb. That's... Yeah. It's like a meta level of dumbness. Seriously. This dumbness layered on idiocy. That is a layer cake of stupid. He went so dumb that you have to think about it. You're like, that... Oh, shit. 28-year-old resident of Wichita Falls, Texas, Sharika Strawn, was Hmm. pulled over this past February for a taillight violation. Always an annoying one. Ordinarily, this would result in a simple fix-it ticket, but Sharika knew something the cops didn't know. She had five outstanding warrants for her arrest. Ouch. She did what any resourceful criminal would do. She told the cops she didn't have any identification and gave them a fake name. The name she gave them was Porshala Strawn. A totally random name of a totally random woman who, it turned out, also had warrants for her arrest. (laughs) Wow. Talk about your all-time backfires. Sharika came clean and was jailed on her outstanding warrants, plus the added charge of providing false information to law enforcement. Uh, Yeah, I can't remember if that's a misdemeanor or a felony. Not good either way. So robbing a store is always a bad decision from a moral perspective, Hmm. and it's often a bad decision from a logistical perspective as well. 22-year-old Derek Mosley of Beaverton, Oregon, learned the hard way that the planning of a heist is as important as the execution. Mm. For his weapon, he chose a baseball bat. Underwhelming, I feel. And as his target, he chose a gun store. Oh, wow. It did not go great. The hell you say. (laughs) To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. He also brought a knife. To a gunfight at a gun (laughs) store. Mosley entered the store, smashed a gun case, and reached for a gun. Because all guns that are kept in a gun store are loaded, as everyone knows. The ones that are loaded are not in the cases. They are behind the counter. Mm. As Mosley quickly found out. (laughs) Typically, they are in the possession of the gun store operator. By the time the police arrived, Mosley had already surrendered to the armed clerks. (laughs) Clerks. uh, Plural. In addition to first-degree robbery, one of the offenses he was charged with was unlawful possession of a firearm, presumably as a result of the two seconds he had his hands on an unloaded gun. That's purely the cops just being like, you are a class A moron. We want to make sure you stay away for just a little bit longer. That is kind of a dick move on the part of the cops, but fair play. I mean, it is clearly punching up in comedy. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. There is something joyful about mocking the stupid. It's so satisfying. It's like a fine wine. Anyway, so um, Insomniacs, we have been at this for 55 episodes now. Somewhere around there. Around there. Shane and I love the hell out of you. Thank you for supporting us throughout the last year. We got merch. We got masks. Rate, rep, review. Do the things you always do. And forever and as always. Knowledge is power. Sleep is overrated. (laughs) 